I don't know if you've been paying attention to my uh, comic uh, tweets, but I, I've been uh, reading some Smallville season eleven and uh, talk about a comic I'd love to podcast about. <laughs> really? Oh yeah, it's like it's like Clark fully as Superman, but. And, and like pretty much, you know, it's written by Brian Q. Miller, and it just the uh, it, it's like Smallville if it had no budget at all, or, or rather, no budget budgetary uh, restrictions. It's it's just like a full on Superman comic, but with our Tom Welling as as uh, Superman. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Well, if you're interested at all, I could send them to you. But okay. Um, I'm not sure how much you're into comics. Maybe you'll maybe you'll be interested to take it. It's cool. It's like Batman and Wonder Woman shows up. I mean, freaking <laughs> everything. Wow. It just turns to a full on DZ superhero comic and goes on for a while. And then, um, yeah. And like Brian Q. Miller was uh, creating, what was it like, like twelve mini issues, and they'd come out like I think weekly or biweekly. And then you get a get to the end of like the twelve mini issues, and that would be what he would call an episode. Hmm. So basically, he was he was doing season eleven, you know, episode by episode, and each comic, each like you know, several comics was comprised an episode. So, and I love him. Yeah, he's so fun. What is he doing? Why do I? Where can I find more Brian Q. Miller? All right. Um, I don't know. Let me see. I, I remember I looked it up before and he was doing something I wasn't necessarily interested in. Yeah, that's like Miles and... Alan Miles? My, Alan Miles and Goff. What's his name? Al Goff and Miles Millar? Yeah, yeah. They do Into the Badlands? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yep. Like, that's so different. <laughs> well, I'll tell you one thing. Brian Q. Miller, before he joined up at Smallville, um, or actually, sorry, it was during, he did uh, Volume 3 of Batgirl. And those are freaking great comics. <laughs> and it's... Oh, yeah. I, I've read Batgirl. That, that was him. No, 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 no. Batwoman. Oh, uh, okay. Bat... Batgirl Ooh. is... Uh, it's not the Barbara Gordon Batgirl. It was like Stephanie something. Some... Oh, no. I read Stephanie Brown. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, so Brian Q. Miller, um, I don't think he's doing anything. Oh, wait, I have to look up, I'm up on IMDb because apparently Wikipedia isn't telling me crap. Oh, he was producing Defiance and uh, Dominion, um, and Sleepy Hollow. Oh, I tried to watch all of those shows. <laughs> uh, let's see what he's writing on. He's writing on Shadowhunters, the Mortal mm. Instruments, mm. Uh, which is a thing that I guess is a th- Is that on Freeform? <laughs> uh, sounds like a Freeform uh, yeah, thing. I don't know what that is. I think that's big. Please leave all this in. Oh, yeah, yeah. We can, this is our long extended intro, I guess. Because uh, we don't want to wait. We don't want to wait. I'm Robin. This is the finale. Yes. We're not doing any more Season after these. <laughs> no, wait, wait. No. <laughs> no, there's a huge cliffhanger. We have to watch the next. We have to watch season 10, episode one immediately. What are you talking about? Clark dies. Who cares about season 10? <laughs> oh, Clark can't die. <laughs> okay. Uh, you're Robin and I'm Stephanie. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about. Just two episodes today. Isn't that crazy? 
So we're going to get in and get out, right? Oh, yeah. This will be like 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. So hostage and sacrifice. Uh, no. House, hostage and salvation. We did sacrifice last time. Oh, okay. Hostage and salvation. Okay. The only problem mm. that I had was salvation in the teaser, in the previously on... They reminded us that blue kryptonite takes your powers away, takes Clark's powers away. Yeah, I really like the the recap. It was like this epic recap, but it was also like, hey, remember all this stuff? <laughs> so there's no because, surprises ahead. Yeah, because it's going to come back. We had to remind you so you wouldn't forget, so you'd be able to follow along. And so it, I kept, you know, where's the blue kryptonite? Where's oh, uh, there's the blue kryptonite. Um, but what I liked about uh, the recap was it just was a reminder as, as strange. This season was epic. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, it, it was a little hard getting into. I think when we, you know, you were you were having a hard time with Zod and the Kandorians, but mm-hmm. but you know, and I really hope that Checkmate wasn't going to be a bust for you too. But it turned out to be all right, you know. Um, but still, like the production. Well, the was main great. problem with this season was it starts out with Chloe and Clark being depressed. Yes, exactly. I mean, Clark's darkest hour. Yeah, who's who wants to watch so much uh, depressed Clark and Chloe? And really, we've seen them make up like ten times this this season. <laughs> like they're like, oh yeah, we're back on track again, and then they then they're just doing their own thing, and then they remind each other that they're friends again, and yeah. So hopefully uh, the season finale, um, you know, it sticks. They are indeed friends again. I mean, Clark's dead, so it's going to be easy for Chloe to uh, keep that friendship Well, going. you know, <laughs> she might be depressed again because she lost Oliver yeah, Oliver's when he told dead. her he loved her. Yeah, yeah everybody died. Tess is Two-Face. Um, and, oh, Tess died, too. Um, what else? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're good. You want to wrap up now? <laughs> all right. I, I, I will guide us through because, you know, obviously I have all the notes. Uh, so. And also, I guessed right. I was kidding when I said that Martha was the red coin. I was like, does she remember? Does she remember? No, I didn't see this. And by the way, I, I'll, I'll skip ahead to the, of course, the red queen reveal and the, the end of the hostage. But um, Annette O'Toole uh, confirmed in an interview with, I think, IGN. That um, those legs uh, in the previous episode were indeed hers. <laughs> really? Yep. Yep. Hmm. Um, and they match up. I mean, you see those legs again in this in this episode, and uh, it is it's a netto tool. <laughs> she's got some nice games. Yeah. Well, she's very thin. Yeah. In this episode, yeah. she's lost a lot of weight. Okay, let's get to it. I can't wait. All that farm cooking <laughs> got away from all that. So, you know, she's in the city living. She's you know probably. On some sort of, you know, weird diet. Um, but all right, so this is the one where Martha and Perry return. Um, okay, so first off, we we open with this great shot of Clark's fist going through like a, a small uh, portion of wall, and I just wanted to remind Clark that he has X-ray vision. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, but 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 before that, we open with an exterior of the Kent farm. Oh yeah, yeah. With that beautiful sun. You know, beaming through the picket fence, and you—I uh, love that. Steph, hmm? I'm going there. 
I know. I'm so excited. I got my passport today, and I'm. It, it's actually happening. I'm going there in October. I'm, I, guys. Uh, I am so going to be bragging on this podcast. And if you're a part of the Facebook group, uh, maybe even I'll post pictures on Twitter. You know, when I finally so. Visit what I want to know is how far away is the Kent farm from the house that was in I Zombie and X Files? Oh God, uh, you're talking about the Peacock home. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I, 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 I can't tell you right now, uh, <laughs> but I do have it on a map. Uh, but you are going to these two places. Yeah, oh, I'm going to all the places. Uh, tell me. Hopefully, you're going to iZombie. Yeah, I'm hoping hoping that iZombie people will let me um, watch them film something. Uh, it, I'm I'm so excited, and I was really dreading that this wasn't going to happen. Um, that I I would be denied a passport for one reason or another uh, because of God the nonsense I've been going through the last few months. Um, but uh, no, I've got a passport and I'm I'm going. I'm I'm so excited and uh, I'm excited for you too. I could not be happier if it was me going. I'm going to be sending you <laughs> sending you pictures like constantly or just you know, please. Do. Yeah, I'm gonna add, my Instagram feed will all of a sudden be active. <laughs> Uh, I'm actually bringing that map up right now This is really interesting stuff for these people to listen to I just closed this tab (laughs) Uh, Now you really want to know how far it is From the Kent Farm to the Peacock Farm Well I know from the Kent Farm To the Daily Planet location It's about three hours just kidding. Um, just kidding. <laughs> that was a joke. You mean a half a tank of gas? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Kent Farm. Um, Kent Farm is it's uh, in Alder Grove. Um, it's uh, okay. So it's there. And where is the Peacock Farm? Are you thinking that the the locations look familiar? No, I was just curious. Look, look Those were same. just the places that I knew you were going. Oh yeah, they're all on a map. I'll, I'll share you share with you the map if you want to take a look. So you 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 already have a map. You already have it all planned out. What you're going to do? Well, I mean, I, I'm I have it on a map, so I can see all these locations uh, clustered together. So I can say I'm just going to like quadrant it out. You know, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna hit quadrant one here, and and that involves like all these locations that are, you know, from you know. Uh, related or not related um, But Yeah It's not that far so t- away from each other uh, Looking at this map okay. here, yeah, Not okay. far at all <laughs> Actually Anyway uh, um, Simulating stuff No that's not it Scintillating stuff that's what I was trying to say Alright folks uh, we're back to talking about Smallville After map talk um, <laughs> uh, Alright so Um so Clark is not using his x-ray vision And he's also got a problem with his vision Because he can't recognize his uh, true love from behind uh, Which is a problem Well, but he's freaked out Because he knows the Kandorians Are searching for this Bible Right This Bible that suddenly turns into something else later Yes um, And Lois is having some problems Losing her job at the Daily Planet Has really affected her and when Clark yeah. starts saying she's overreacting and to give him a break, it really doesn't go over well. <laughs> Not surprising at all. Yeah. Lewis is a type A personality. Uh-huh. And if she doesn't have 
a mission, something uh, to accomplish. She's she she can't just not do nothing. Right. She's just not that person. She's not about to start baking pies. <laughs> no, scrubbing the floor with a toothbrush. So uh, right as soon as they uh, she announces that they're now on a break uh, is when Martha shows up and uh, who's with her but Perry White. Um. On one hand, I'm like, Martha and Perry White, please. <laughs> On the other hand, Michael McKeon! Yeah! <laughs> uh, and of course, married couple in real life. <laughs> I know. I was like, you know, Michael McKeon's hilarious. Yeah, he is. I mean, like, everybody knows that. He is so great at, as Perry White. Like, he just, I don't know. And, and what we really get out of this episode bonus uh, besides the fact that you know Annette and Michael get to play real, you know, real life couple get to play you know fictional couple, uh, but I love the relationship that he has with Lois in this episode because yeah. it just kind of reminds okay. you of what's going to happen in the future. In another show with other actors, that could, that storyline could have been like, oh my, what a waste of time. Yeah, but it was like they are delightful together. Mm-hmm. And she is. She's looking for purpose, and he is inspiring her. And she's like his mm-hmm. hero. <laughs> or, or he's her hero, rather. He is her hero. Yeah, like, this is her idol. This is who she looks up to. He's going to travel the world, and she's going to, you know, she can't go. Yeah. Uh, some fun facts here. Uh, Martha and Perry never actually dated in the comics. In the comics, Perry had a wife uh, named Alice, and uh, Martha... Uh, well, she just was a widow, <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I, I think in most instances, a great deal, a great deal older than Perry too. Um, and this is not the first time Annette and Michael have played a couple on a TV series. Um, in season ten of Law and Order, they did uh, for an episode, and which now I want to watch. And the season <laughs> six finale of Boy Meets World, according to <laughs> Smallville, wow. yeah. Uh, so we get some Jonathan nostalgia. We, you know, Martha looking at the workbench. Oh, that was wonderful. That just, you know, she's back home and, and she explains the reason she hasn't been back home. Yeah. Was, I mean, cause it's too painful. Everywhere she looks, it's reminders of Jonathan. I know. And I, I even made the note. I'm like, that is a great in-universe reason for her not being around. I mean, in yeah. real life, it's like, yeah, there wasn't much for her to do on the show, you know, at a certain point. And, uh, and so she had to get out of town. But it's good that Martha – it's like it makes sense that she's not around. Yeah, especially the way she plays it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, in most instances of, of any superhero – or Superman – comic uh or story martha just kind of sits at the barn and <laughs> sits at home and waits for clark and you know there's not a lot of story with for her she's just a widow and she's there to mm-hmm. support her son but it was so nice to see martha baking a pie mm-hmm. cooking dinner you know just making the house a home again i love hearing about how she and jonathan had that first date in the barn because the truck broke down so they were going to have a picnic and instead just decided to have the picnic here right in the barn. And, mm. uh, you know, again, it's like, wow, they've really been around that place their entire life. Of course, Martha is just everywhere she looks. It's it's kind of painful. Um, and uh, I like that Martha uh, really likes the fact that Clark is uh, dating Lois. Um, yeah, she w- she wants him to have somebody, have somebody looking out for him and... 
so in, at the same time they're they're talking in the barn. Lois Lois is geeking out about Perry. They they do a selfie together. <laughs> But she then like starts like teasing him about like like it doesn't it's not all hero worship you know she immediately starts teasing him about how she's got like a really good big story that's gonna knock him off the the front cover or whatever and uh, she shows him this blurry photo and he's like oh that's just a goth guy on a trampoline <laughs> <laughs> but she has something that matches what he has and that's a drawing of the book of Rao where did she get that. Oh, where did she get that? Oh my god! Oh my god! Um, I can't remember. I, it was in my mind. It made sense to me at the time, but now I'm like drawing a blank. From Zod? Maybe Zod gave it to her. Like, hey, find this. If you see this, it's mine. <laughs> if you see it laying around, yeah. I've lost something. Yeah, maybe. Um. So yeah, it's your lucky day, kid. You get to write a story with Perry White. Ah, oh, Michael McKeon's great. Uh, meanwhile, Tess is uh, having some problems. <laughs> She's uh, in a prison, which is uh, the Luther Mansion. The bar's on the window. There's a steel door. And she's being slapped around by an unshaven uh, Gil Bellows looking for the Book of Rao. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to be imaginary me, so I'm going to be attractive. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, hold on. It, it, like, as soon as she comes out of the, the dream, it's like he's all clean-shaven. <laughs> <laughs> like what okay weird it's like my my avatar has uh, whiskers <laughs> uh let's see um lois talking to martha it's also good martha you put the m in modern woman but i put the t in takeout uh <laughs> so lois lost her purpose and that was blur the blur and um then we get this great story about martha like she had she was just had this purpose. She was doing an internship with a judge and, um, you know, she thought that was like it for her. And then like, she helped Jonathan, like on a rainy night, like throw sandbags all night and then ended up saving like 20 families lives and uh, realized that no, no, this is, this is her purpose. And she needed to kind of look inside herself to find it. So I just liked, I, I just, when she was talking, I was just imagining, you know, Annette O'Toole and John Schneider like tossing sandbags and just working and I don't know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm just nostalgic for Jonathan and Martha at this point. Mm -hmm. um, so meanwhile, Chloe's at Watchtower, major disrepairs going on there. She's looking for the Book of Rao on the web, <laughs> which I'm just like, huh? But she gets blocked by uh, the Red Queen. Um, then Perry has a conversation with Clark saying that he's sober and boring now, uh, but he does intend to ask his mother to marry him and really wants Clark's blessing. And Clark says, well, I don't think she's going to say yes to you. And what makes it even worse is he then comes in later, you know, wearing Jonathan's jacket and carrying in wood and the golden sun, you know, oh, yeah. oops. <laughs> That was heartbreaking. Yeah. So we get another awkward dinner at the Kent farm or Kent, Kent house. Uh, Lois and Clark pretending to be happy. Perry mentions the engagement announcement. <laughs> uh, Clark's like, hey, people are in such a hurry to get married these days. Um, and then Lois fesses up and then totally breaks up with Clark at the table. <laughs> Which was like, wow, right in front of his mom. Um, then Martha discovers that 
Perry's got a drawing of the Book of Rao, and so Perry goes off on an adventure with Lois. Uh, meanwhile, Tess is being tortured with the avatar of Ollie. Uh, yeah, and all and all of okay, and so Tess is very upset. Yeah, she's like, oh. and Oliver confesses that he loved her, uh-huh. and then she then she like straightens up and she's all serious. And she's like, uh uh-uh. uh no, <laughs> no, that's not Oliver. Yeah, what I remember, what was interesting to me was that um, I don't know somehow. Um, I don't know. Did Tess even know that Ollie was burnt by Zod? I mean, I'm, I'm, I call into question whether or not um, Maxwell Lord knew that he got burnt by Zod. But then I'm like, well, maybe he uses his power to pull Tess's image of Ollie from her mind. But does Tess even know that he got burnt by? <laughs> I don't know. It happened in his in, in the mansion she lives in, but I don't. She wasn't there. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, Martha and Clark talk. Maybe you need to be honest with her. Talking as Blur made me see a side of her that she doesn't share with Clark Kent. And she, Martha says, you need to take the next step or let her go. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Martha and Perry find out the Talon apartment got ransacked. Ooh, we must be a threat! Yay! <laughs> Since we have this whole funny conversation with Taco Dan. (laughs) 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 Yeah. And then they get a location. Uh, Uh, Clark and Vala have a conversation. Vala thinks he killed Feora, but then he talks to her about the Book of Rao and she thinks it will destroy life on Earth. Um, Chloe warns Clark, the Lois and Perry are meeting with the Red Queen and they might be in trouble. Uh, what else? Uh, so then Lois and Perry go uh, to meet the Red Queen and she shows herself. Yeah. Then they climb up. Then Perry falls, but Lois uh, rescues him. Yes. And Clark's watching. And he does, when when Perry does knock the uh, sign down, mm-hmm. Clark does come in there and catch it. Yep. Nobody really sees him because he does it so fast. And he's watching from afar, and he lets Lois be the hero, right? So she can get, get that sense of purpose. So this is he, yeah, their their version of uh, Martha's uh, sandbag story. You know, it's like yeah, her mm. purpose was in was all about getting the story and whatever. And now she doesn't have this newspaper job, but now like she has saved somebody's life um, all on her own, and. Uh, and it kind of reinvigorates her, I guess. I love that Perry says Great Caesar's ghost <laughs> when he's hanging <laughs> uh, because that's a Perry White expression. Oh. And um, he's like hanging and she's like, hang on. He's like, that's what I tried last time. And it's a reference to how many months ago we watched Perry when he was like hanging there and Clark saved him. Uh... Clark then stops the Red Queen's limo, but gets a green cade. Oh, yeah, yeah. She she shoves a green K in his face. And then after that, everybody's thinking it's Tess that's the Red Queen. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so she's a butcher, a baker, a candlestick maker, and the Red Queen. <laughs> yes. Yep. I was like rolling my eyes. So <laughs> I, was re- I was glad to find out that she was not the Red Queen. Oh, so you still thought it was Tess at this point? Are you like, oh, oh mean, that makes sense, but it, even though it doesn't. No. <laughs> Did you think it was Martha? No, though? no. I, it took no. I didn't realize it was Martha for a while. That's cool. And 
at first I was like, oh, it's Tess. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's Tess. And then I was oh, like, they're not, re- they're not revealing it to actually be Tess for a long time. So maybe it's not. Um. So Chloe says that Tess is at the hospital, so it can't be her. And of course, we know we've seen Tess being hurt, and you know, and that's perhaps true. Um. But uh, this is when Chloe and Clark have that conversation about how Watchtower is ready, but she's not, and that they've not been communicating very well. She actually um, knew about the Book of Rao and knew about Jarrell hiding it way back when. Um, yeah, she keeps lying to Clark yeah. and hiding things from Clark, and I understood it, you know, before when he was all chummy chummy with the Kandorians. Yeah. But now there was no – I didn't understand any reason for her to lie to Clark about t- finding the Book of Rail. To me, that seemed like a plot hole thing. <laughs> like mm-hmm. they had a plot hole. Like, oh, oh uh, Chloe just didn't tell him. That, that's it. Because <laughs> it didn't make sense to me either. Um, and she says that virtual reality bites, which is the mm-hmm. name of an iZombie episode. Um and uh, Clark says you've created something bigger than both of us. You're just as much of a hero as the rest of us. We're on the brink of war, and the world needs you. I need you. Which uh, Smallville Wiki was kind enough to point out that this is an echo of what Chloe says to Clark at the beginning of Apocalypse before he has his little It's a Wonderful Life journey where he sees uh, what the world could be without with be without him. You know and. Lex is in control. Brainiac is help, helping him, and all that stuff. Chloe says to Clark um, that uh, that uh, we need you. I need you. So it's kind of an echo to that episode, intentional or not. Um, what else? So, oh, uh, so Watchtower is back online, and Chloe's like, uh, even when I hurt you, I was trying to protect you. And Clark's like, oh, right, yeah, not the only person that might be doing that. So, you still with me? Yes. Okay. (laughs) So, it turns out that Tess had the Book of Rao. (laughs) Which, okay, so what? (laughs) How did that happen? Okay, so that wasn't just me. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, she had it hid in the wine cellar. Yeah, she did the same thing that Lionel did way back when, when all of a sudden the key appeared appeared in his safe. Maybe when Tess was locked in Watchtower with uh, Chloe, maybe she stole it then. But, so that's saying the Book of Rao is in Watchtower? That doesn't make any sense. Well, how did, okay, Chloe knew where it was. Uh, Chloe Chloe knew that it was, that it, that Jarrell hid it. I don't think she knew where it was. Maybe she did. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. It doesn't matter. Okay. Who cares? Hand wave, hand wave. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Tess and Martha have a scene here where Martha doesn't tell her to t- turn around and th- says, you think you're saving the planet, but you only want to save yourself. You don't know what it's like to truly protect someone you love. Stay away from Clark Kent or you'll end up on the wrong side of the coming apocalypse. Um, so, uh, Perry got their jobs back. Yay. Asks Lois to come on a story with him to Africa, and and she, and she says no. Um, but Perry says that he's just basically giving Martha some space, but he's not give, not giving up on her. And uh, yeah, Lois says, "See a chief," which is uh, another uh, 
Perry White thing because he doesn't like being called Chief. Mm. He's like, don't call me Chief. That's one of his his signature lines. But I guess at this point, he doesn't mind being called Chief just yet. Mm. Chief, that's one of those 1950s things. (laughs) (laughs) And he says, tell Clark we're even, which is cool. Um, because Clark helped him out way back in season two, I guess, with Perry. Um, and so Lois gets a message. It's time for us to finally meet the blur. So did you, Mm. did you think that was from Clark at the time? Um, um, I mean, I like this. It's a lot of fun. This wondering if it's going to be Clark, if it's not, it's not going to be Clark, you know? So you weren't committed one way or another. (laughs) <laughs> no, I was like, well, it could be Clark or it could be Zod. Yeah, yeah. But if it's Clark, it could be romantic. Clark could have decided to tell her. Mm-hmm. But of course not. So Martha and Clark have one more scene together, and she's making a pie, of course. Um, and uh, he tells her, next time, ease up on the kryptonite. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she was trying to protect him. Apparently there are fireworks going on like crazy Or we're being attacked Uh, I'm just going to assume it's fireworks So if that's picked up at all in the audio folks um, Feel patriotic I guess And like a month before I was going to say this is like June (laughs) Oh today's June the 9th Because tomorrow's my anniversary I keep forgetting (laughs) I'm like looking out the window. I'm not seeing anything. That's so weird. All right. Well, I guess it's easing up now. And now the smooth sounds of me adjusting a blind. This is what people tune in for. Edit. No way. Okay. That was a lot longer than map talk. So. So let me get this straight. Martha becomes a senator. She finds out about checkmate. Right. She becomes the Red Queen. Right. She comes back to protect Clark. That's right. Because um, Clark needs protection. And then she and she and she finds. <laughs> yeah, it does. Uh, she, and she uh, she she actually found out the reason for the Book of Rao, which is the book can send. Anybody who is uh, Kryptonian um, to another plane of existence, and um, if all Kryptonians are exiled from Earth, that means Clark is going too. So she was desperate to get a hold of that book, the Book of Rao, as well, and to you know hide it away forever. But Clark needs it for his final mission this season. So, anything more to say about hostage? Oh, it was wonderful. Mm-hmm. What was hostage? Like, what was hostage? Like, Tess was held hostage for Tess a while? Tess was held hostage. But that wasn't like the point scene. of the episode. No. Uh, anyway. Salvation. Um, so, uh, this one's uh, the season finale. This is uh, written by Al Septian and, and Terry Meyer. But uh, most notably, this is the return of Greg Beeman. Oh yeah, I saw that The last episode he directed was season 5's Reckoning Um, He was uh, Executive producing uh, Melrose Place But now that it's cancelled at this time uh, He had a little time to (laughs) Do the season finale Of uh, season 9 And the next thing That he moves on to Is producing Falling Skies Mm. But Spoilers 
he does show back up one more time to do part two of the series finale. So, you know, it's in good hands. All right. Okay. Oh my God. The beginning of this episode is freaking awesome. (laughs) Okay. I have many questions. Yes. Tell me all. Ask me all. World's. Okay. World's fair. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay. I guess that was just to have something for Clark to save them from. Uh, and to show that we've skipped ahead a couple of years. So this is a dream that Clark's having. Mm, you think it's a dream? Is it a dream? According to is Al Septian, uh, Clark's dream was, wasn't just a dream, but a depiction of the future seen by Dr. Fates when he touched Clark in Absolute Justice Part 1. If you if you recall during the sequence, you hear Dr. Fates' voice at the end of it uh, saying what he said to Clark. Mm. So Lex is alive? Yes, exactly. Exactly! There, okay, it, so this is three years away. The, 2013 is only three years away. Um, mm-hmm. Lois has a ring on her finger. Clark is wearing glasses. Perry is the editor. A, fo- a photographer named Olsen is working there. Mm-hmm. Lex is alive and running for president, as, as we saw way back in season one in Hourglass. And, of course, we saw him running for president here and there. And of course, most most importantly, Clark is full on Superman. Now, did you see the reflection? The reflection of the airplane in the Daily Planet globe. Well, the airplane, but did you see uh, who was helping the airplane? No, no I watched it so, a couple of times, and I looked. And I couldn't tell. It's blurry, but there's a little going. red and blue man holding that airplane up. He like passes in front of the camera a couple times. He's just zooming by. Um, I'm going to have to post. I mean, I figured that's what it was Mm -hmm. and I kept, I was looking for that, but I couldn't make it out. Yep. Uh, it's so exciting because it's like, holy cow, there's Superman. (laughs) It's a, it's real blurry Superman, but that's Superman right there. Yeah. It's a, they cheated again. (laughs) They cheated. The the rule is no flights, no tights, but they got a, they found a way to cheat. (laughs) Yeah, Alan Miles are rolling, um, not in their graves, but, um, yeah. Um, but, uh, this is also very, um, uh, important as well. Let me just post this image here. I'm going to post this sucker as, uh, we're talking. I'm just terrible at, uh, multitasking, apparently. Yes, because you're a man. Uh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> sexist? In Facebook? <laughs> Uh, oh, and the, it, this also shows that it, the season finale of Gossip Girl was coming. Uh, yes, I'm going to post it in our Facebook group. Uh, and people are so entertained by us. Oh, my gosh. You guys, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Um, <laughs> really appreciate it. And uh, and uh, dealing with... Where are you posting this? In the, in the Facebook group. Oh, okay. I'm posting it... Uh, 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 almost now, almost now, guys. Seriously, you should refresh, refresh, refresh. You should have skipped ahead in the podcast because here I am still <laughs> uploading a picture and it's posted. Open that sucker up and take a look at the greatness that is Superman. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> you can't see right down there, right in the middle of the airplane, right between the oh, at the bottom, yeah. 
Yes, I see that. Yeah, it's a little Superman. Uh, so exciting. Yeah, Can I tell you, just, oh my God, watching that on TV live, I just about jumped out of my, oh, I probably did jump out of my chair. Um, yes, so this is really awesome because, um, okay, let me talk to you. Let's, let me bring you back to a little movie called Superman the movie, uh, which is uh, 40 years old this year. Um and which a young Clark Kent, as played by uh, Jeff East, not Christopher Reeve just yet. Uh, Jeff, uh, they, he leaves Smallville, he hikes up to the North Pole, he creates the fortress, and he enters training. And um, in Jarrell's little voiceover, as he's doing the training, he announces that it's that 12 years have passed. And then as he's exiting training, he has got his super suit on, he is Christopher Reeve, he flies out of the fortress and... The next time you see him, he's uh, getting a job at the Daily Planet. So 12 years from the kid that left Smallville to the Christopher Reeve that goes to the Daily Planet, which is why they are – they look so different. I mean besides the fact that they're two different actors. But but let me tell you this. 2013 is also 12 years after uh, when Smallville began in 2001. What? <laughs> So, uh, yeah, there's, it was probably pretty intentional why they decided to set this scene in 2013 because he is definitely Superman at this point. So, they don't know how long the show's going to go on. <laughs> the show could go on for, for 13 seasons. <laughs> or they could say, or more likely is the fact that uh, at this point, Tom Welling isn't about to put on no super suit. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. so they're like, all right, you know, uh, in 2013, we'll have full-fledged Superman. And uh, here's, a, here's a vision of it. It's, you're not going to see it on the show, but uh, here's a vision mm. of it. So what if – so I guess they – since they're on Friday nights now, mm-hmm. they know the writing's on the wall. Their time is, you know, oh, yeah. limited. They know that it's coming to an end. Right. I think they know there's not going to be a season eleven. I think they're still they're negotiating be, Tom's tr- contract at this point. Yeah, they know they're they they're hoping to get a season ten, but they know there's not going to be an eleven. This is also probably the reason why they brought Greg Beeman to direct this perhaps series finale of Smallville. But I think by the time that they established that ending, they had to have they couldn't have said, "Oh yeah, we're going to finish our nine year long series by having Clark possibly dead." <laughs> Um, I I doubt they would be that cruel, uh, mm-hmm. you know. But they could have said, "Well, whatever happens with the season finale, we want Greg Beeman to do it just in case it's a serious finale." Because Greg is like, you know, the man. Um, mm-hmm. So, um, oh, and I love how like Lois in this little dream, um, Lois is babbling to Perry and saying that. Um, you know, she predicted that uh, – she said that worrying worrying about 2012 is just like worrying about Y2K and, uh, and see, she's right, you know? So um, it's funny because this takes place before 2012. And I know 2012 was like a like doomsday year for a lot of, you know, religious texts and whatnot. Um, and so, you know – Somewhere creeping in the back of, you know, a lot of people's minds is like, oh, man, 2012 or something. If there's something crazy uh, that's going to happen that's predicted for that year, you know, it'll happen. But, you know, obviously nothing happens. (laughs) 
but I love how Lois kind of equates that to Y2K. <clears throat> anyway, Clark wakes up from his dream, goes down, sees a black box, and on the note, on, on the box is a note that says, "If you choose to stay, love mom." And she, he opens it up, and we see, we don't see, we see Clark's eyes, and they both have uh, the 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 shield in them. So that's the super suit. That's the tights and cape. In Smallville mythology, not Smallville, Superman mythology, Martha is the one that makes a super suit for for Clark. Now, mm. uh, you know, she could have had this made as Senator again. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it's a really awesome scene that I have to kind of shatter by saying the reflection in his eyes, it should have been a backwards S. <laughs> But whatever. <laughs> like she got a, he got a, she, she made him a bizarro suit. What the heck? <laughs> anyway, so uh, moving on from this epic beginning to the se- season finale. Okay, uh, so Lois meets uh, the Blur, which is Zod, and he is totally playing to her emotions, and then starts trying to plant the seed in her mind that Clark is hiding something. And that, and he's not who he says he is, and uh, he's he wants to hurt me. Mm. Um, Ali says he wants to be with Chloe when the war starts. You know, to help protect the database. Uh, um, they care about each other. Um, I liked how they kind of fill in a little bit with the plot holes of like, how did Martha know about the Book of Rao? Well, she inherited. Lionel's Kryptonian library. So all the research that Lionel did, you know, being a part of Veritas, she got a hold of and discovered the Book of Rao. Because mm-hmm. that's what you do on Capitol Hill. Yep. yep. Well, come on, they don't <laughs> actually do other things. You know. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Clark's like, hey, listen, I'm not leaving anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. Um, but they start talking about the fact, like, what if all this training, all his destiny is, is to lead his people to this new level of existence, to, to this new place and be mm-hmm. their leader. Um, so um, Zod goes up to the fortress. He wants to destroy it. But Tess is there. And Tess. Uh, oh, yeah. How did Tess get to the <laughs> to the Fortress. Heli- Sadie, go on. Helicopter. Stop scratching. Helicopter. I'm thinking. I mean, she was there when it was down um, at the beginning of season she eight. Was? Remember, the fortress fell with Lex and Clark in it, and she showed up at the site of the fortress to to find Lex, but only found oh. like a boot print and oh yeah, and Ollie found his jacket and yeah. Remember his jacket? Wasn't it awesome? Yeah. yeah. Um, so Tess beats his face in with Kryptonian knuckles and says, I've seen the future and I'm not going to let you hurt Clark. And then, Z- mm. yeah. which is cool. We get a kind of like a reference back to Pan- Pandora. Uh, not the only one, by the way. I'll, I, there's a lot of reference to Pandora in this, this episode. I'll, I'll tell you at the end. Um, hmm. So uh, Zod does something really smart here, which is something that Clark never does, which is crawl away from the poisonous rock, turn around, <laughs> and then zap it with your heat vision. <laughs> I don't think Clark's ever able to do I, that. He just falls over. Oh, I can't move at all. Uh, yeah, he's just, he's, he just, he's, yeah, he can't do anything. No. no. 
And, uh, uh, but, uh, yeah, Tess, the screaming Tess. Oh, man, it must hurt to get blasted with heat vision. So we've seen both our human people, besides Chloe. Um, well, Chloe got zapped with heat vision, but, like... <laughs> well, I mean, it's the, whole, it's the whole point of Clark and the Kryptonians, mm. the Kandorians, or whoever the heck they are. They are they are so powerful they can do anything mm-hmm. they want with the human race. Like yeah. we are defense we we are one hundred percent completely defenseless against Kryptonians. Mm-hmm. So he could just do you know, he was he was merciful to her. He just burned her face a little. Yeah. He could have inc- he could have incinerated her instantly. Right. Um, so then, uh, after commercial break, Clark shows up at the fortress and starts bellowing at jor Well, I mean, and I think that is kind of neat that she is a two-face. Yeah. When it, when it benefits her, she's on Zod's, you know, she's sleeping with Zod. When it benefits her, she's, she's defending Clark. Yep, yep. So, she's a two-face. That's very true. Um, she must be a Gemini. Um... I'm a Taurus. I'm a Gemini. <laughs> Are you two-faced? <laughs> so two-faced. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, just wait. I'm going to stab you in the back. Stab, stab, stab. Okay. Uh- <laughs> I'm stubborn as a, as a bull. Uh-huh. Does it have anything to do with astrology or was it just kind of how we are raised and, you know, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I think you can make it be whatever you want it to, you know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so Jarell starts bellowing at, uh, sorry, Clark starts bellowing at Jarell, who is very quiet. Uh, if you trained me for another purpose, it was a waste because I'm staying here. And then he notices that the console was destroyed and Zod is there. And we have a whole argument between might makes right versus everyone is worth saving. And, uh, Clark even says that he killed his own father and he was worth redeeming. Um, Clark's still blaming himself for Jonathan's death. Mm. Um, and they both announce that they know each other. They they know their destinies, and Zod flies off, and Clark brings a uh, poor poor Tess to the hospital. Um, Lois finds plane tickets from Perry. What else? Um, Clark visits Tess in the hospital, and Tess says there was crystals in the rubble from the tower, and that she salvaged them and put them underneath the the little baby ba- uh, the bird bath. At the uh, that building top that the Kandorians always seem to meet on, uh, that was helpful. Uh, what else? Um, Watchtower. Uh, Oliver has a satellite, so he goes someplace in some uh, air conditioner ducts <laughs> to set up a satellite. Yes, oh, you're skipping a whole bunch, though. All right, yeah. uh, uh, yeah. we'll get to it. I just want to mention. Okay, so. Why, why did Oliver only appear on the screens early? In, <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea because we we then see the the superhero Google Hangout, which I didn't want to skip, <laughs> and they're all on the screens. But you can tell it's like they're obviously standing in front of a green screen on the set of whatever other project they're doing. You know, <laughs> uh, Hawkman, Star Girl, Black Canary, Cyborg, Martian Manhunter. Um, Back Black Canary grew her hair out. Cyborg has some whiskers. Um, I love that Ollie and Hawkman get to trade some barbs. Tweety, Mr. Green Jeans. 
Um, the heroes all want to strike, but Clark says he's accepting his destiny and saving the world on his own with the Book of Rao. He's going to, no one's going to win a war. He's going to do the peaceful solution. Yeah, because earlier when him and Chloe were having the discussion and she was saying, you know, maybe this is what you're, you've been trained for. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> maybe. <Bless you. laughs> Sorry. Maybe. You know, you've trained a group of people who can who can uh, protect the humans and, you know, talking about the Justice League. Mm-hmm. So we should have known that they were coming up, that we'd see them. Yep. And that they need to work together as a team. And he was honored to serve with them. I just love how natural our, our Clark has become, like this leader and this purveyor of peace, you know, rather than just like striking war, especially since this is – Clark's darkest hour, but now it's now he's come out on the other side of it, and he's like, no matter what, this is going to be. I'm going to bring peace. You know, I'm, we don't need to kill everybody. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, oh, by the way, uh, this is Lee Thompson Young's last appearance as Cyborg. Oh, and, he's so pretty. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, had a tragic end to his life. We talked about it way back when. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the last time we see Phil Morris as John Jones. Oh, bye, Phil Morris. Yeah. You're so cool. Um, so Ollie tells Clark that he owes Lois the truth, and Clark's like, "Wouldn't that hurt her more?" And we're like, "Well, at least say goodbye to her." Um, oh gosh, forgot to mention. How about that scene where we see uh. Basquats and Vala and the other Kandorians like tearing down like all these different landmarks across the globe. I mean, that's going to have some oh, reproduction. Yeah. Uh, repercussions. Yeah. <laughs> that's going to have some reproduction. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they're at the they're at the pyramids. Oh, the Great Wall of China, yep. and then the Greek Greece, uh, the Acropolis in Greece. Yes, and then the uh, Washington Monument. Yeah. And it's very, very Nazi-esque because they got their black overcoats with their Zod, red Zod armbands, and they're like mm-hmm. tearing down these gorgeous things, uh, like the part of the Seven Wonders of the World and the Washington Monument. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's going to have. Uh, I mean, is the world going to react to that a little bit? I, I don't know. We'll we'll see. Um, oh, okay, the world is not going to understand all this, right? <laughs> Um, but it's cool. Again, it's a, it's a nice uh, callback to Superman 2 where Zod, Nan, and Ursa do kind of like the same thing. Um, so Basquat, Basquat um, tells Zod <laughs> that he took out all the sa- satellite communication. So that's another thing that's going to get people's attention. Oh, my God. They took out the cable. <laughs> the internet's down. <laughs> and, you know, next thing we see is like the, the end of uh, – what was that? Season 5 where Metropolis just goes into full riot mode like – uh, 20 minutes after the internet goes down. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chloe is definitely in panic mode. She's talking about how we're dealing with like a hundred Clarks here. What are we going to do? So uh, Ollie did just like Jimmy got Chloe watchtower at the end of uh, the last season. Ollie got Chloe a gift too. He got her a satellite <laughs> and um, they have a little kiss and she's like, keep a low profile. And he's like, I'm wearing green leather. So I'll do my best. <laughs> Which I love that line. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, Lois finds Dr. Swan's journal And uh, one of the pages is the Book of Rao And Clark says he's ready to tell her something And then she's like, oh, wait a second oh, uh, uh, Go ahead uh, 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 uh. So, 
she's thinking Clark's a bad guy. She said, you know, he can't be a bad guy if he keeps a journal. Right. And then she goes into it. And she was like, what the heck is this? <laughs> yeah. And finds the, yeah. And so when he comes in, he is all keyed up. He is like he's so so nervous and excited. I really love the way Tom played this scene. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, you're like, is he going to tell her? He's going to tell her. He's so excited to tell her. He's so uh, nervous. We get classic he's, Clark though. Yeah, he, where he flakes out in the end. Yeah, well, as soon as he finds out that she's going to somewhere that's going to keep her safe, you know, safe from what's going to happen here in Metropolis, like, like immediately he's mm-hmm. like, oh. Like he did the same thing with Lana. Oh, gosh, I can't remember what it was for though. It just it seemed very familiar. Yeah, it did. But the way he played it, it was different enough. It was the same situation, but he his acting was different. Yeah, and that oh, was yeah. great. Yeah, and he's yeah he's great. Um, he, um, Lois is hurt because he doesn't realize how important he is to her, and uh, says. Uh, I'll stay if we stop see- keeping secrets. And he says, Lois, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm, <laughs> Which is like, she gave oh. him, just like Lana, she gave him a million, she gave him like three different times yeah. chances to uh, fess up. And he just would not. He just shut down. And, um, yeah, and he says, leaving is the best option for, for you right now. And uh, I'll be watching over you and thinking of you. Yeah. I wonder what she thought that meant. I, I think at this point she's wondering if he's the blur or not, and she's trying to get him to say something, which, yeah. which you know, then leads into her next conversation with Zod, where she's she's going to test him, and if he fails the test, now she knows, mm-hmm. and she definitely knows after something else. But we'll get to that. Uh, so, mm-hmm. Tess dies for the third time this season, uh, <laughs> and some old lady uh, uh, wanders into her room and closes the door. Yeah, that was great. That woman like was conspicuously sitting there mm-hmm. when they brought Tess in. You can't see her face. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what this is. Right? <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> uh, I can tell you, it definitely looks uh, really creepy, especially that we don't see her face. But um, uh, it could be somebody that hasn't been cast yet. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So, yeah... Here's where you skip to Ollie in the ventilation shaft. Uh, he gets the link up, and then all of a sudden the shafts just start getting smashed in, and he's and they start screaming that they love each other over the comms. And then his last uh, his last words are Chloe. They're not Candorian. Yeah. So what else could it be? Mm-hmm. But it was really neat. You could see him. He blinked on because she's watching him on the screen. Yeah. His location, and then. Like boom, all these red dots light yep. up, and then they, and then they all uh, converge. They on They hear, him, yeah. He, yeah, they hear him, so they converge on him. Yep. So you're worried for him. You don't know what they are. Oh my God! What's happening with Ollie? Is he going to be okay? Dead. No, like next. It's Oliver back for season ten, which I think he is because I think. Something happens. Next season, it's just the Chloe Chronicles. Everybody's dead besides Chloe. <laughs> we're just going to have awkward conversations about Alice and Mac for another month or so. Uh, so Clark finally uh, reveals the crystals from underneath the big bird bath. But uh, <laughs> Lois swiped the Book of Rao from him when she gave him that hug. And um, 
so Lois is sad, and Zod tries to put a sympathetic hand on her shoulder, and she touches it. And she it. knows she knows it's not the same as before. Mm-hmm. Does not feel familiar at and all. And he says, where is the book around? She says, I hit it where we confessed how important, or where I confessed how important you are to me. And he's like, whatever, just tell me what it is. <laughs> and uh, he says... I'm not the blur. I'm someone who doesn't care if you live or die. And then he tosses her and we get this great slow motion where just Clark just socks on <laughs> into like, the Oh, sky that was wonderful. And stops her right before she goes through that phone booth. So cool. That was great. And then we get Clark standing in the shadows and Lois wants forgiveness. And he pulls her into the shadows and they kiss and it is pretty hot. Oh, it's great. And she knows immediately that it's Clark. Yep. <laughs> Some fun facts for you. Uh, this is the third time in a row that a major character learns Clark's secret in the season finale. Season seven, it was Lex. Season eight, it was Jimmy. And now in season nine, it's Lois. Hmm. And this is also the fifth time. I, I, I found this fact because it came up on our last podcast. How many times has Lois found out in Clark's secret? This is the fifth time. The first time was in season four in blank. Um, The second time was in season six with Crimson. Uh, The third time was in Infamous in season eight. And the fourth time was in Idol. um, But she she also found out in uh, Apocalypse, but that was an alternate universe. Uh, So um, so it says here, in most of these occasions, she merely found out he had abilities as opposed to learning his full secret. He did, however, reveal his total secret to her in Infamous, but had to go back in time and reverse that event. Mm. Which was heartbreaking. Alright, so, Clark faces off against Zod and all the Kandorians. And Clark, uh, tells them the Book of Rao is going to help Krypton live, ag- live again on another planet. It's not going to kill them all. And, uh, Clark baits Zod into talking about the death of uh, Feora and whisper it into him. Like, did you think I wanted to kill my own child? And it's like, uh, everybody's got super hearing here, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's when everybody ascends into the clouds uh, will- willingly. And um, Vala even wants to beat his ass. But Pesquat says, like, well, we'll wait till we're on our own soil and then we'll... Uh, will give give some justice and uh, yeah the the effects of them flying doesn't look too good yeah there's a lot of like golden sun and and uh heavy rain at the same time um yeah but whatever they get kind of beamed into outer space wherever they go mm-hmm. i mean but now the effect the you know like when clark punches zod yeah. and he does the like the the Superman punch. Yes, I'm so glad you just called it that. Oh, yay. I taught you something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was great. Okay, so I just want to ask you, how hot was it to see Clark pull his jacket off and beat his beat Zod's ass uh, in his t-shirt and all that rain coming down? He was very wet. Yes, and his pecs were like popping out of the, the, the torn yeah. t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah, that was very hot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and wet Clark is always hot. Yes. 
and uh, Zod's got the blue K dagger. So it, this is a straight up man mano y mano fight, not a Kryptano e Kryptano. Um, and Kazad knows that with the blue the blue K, he's turned into a human, and so he and Clark are not going to get sucked into the clouds. And he's going to stay. And he says, better to rule in hell than serve in heaven. And everyone, including the woman you love, will kneel before Zod. Oh, thank God. This is the last time we're going to hear that. <laughs> and uh, and Zod fi- finally gets a, cl- uh, a stab in. It's in Clark's side. I'll have you know. Uh, <laughs> it's a blade in the side. And um, as he's falling off the ledge, he smiles at Zod because now Zod... As the blue kryptonite goes away from Zod, he's then turned back into a Kryptonian and uh, screams as he's taken into space. And there is our savior with the wound in his side and his arms outstretched falling from the building. (laughs) Okay. Uh, uh, Was it, was it, was it too much? (laughs) Or or, or were were you digging it? Uh, it, it was fine. I mean, that's okay. I'm all, I'm okay with it. Yeah. I probably would have liked it a little better if his legs were not like immediately like they, he looked like a cross. Like his if his legs were stretched out apart, not like straight and stuck together. I, mean, I wasn't even. I wasn't thinking about that so much as I was. What is he going to do? Is he going to pull it out of his side in time yeah. to not fall to his death? Like how how's he gonna survive? All, all I was thinking about was how he was gonna survive. I love that Clark goes out like the, this is his last sacrifice to take Zod out of here, you know. And uh, and I just love the little smile he gets as he falls in slow motion off the side of that building. is so cool. <sighs> so great, great season finale. Um, I'd mentioned that there's uh, similarities with Pandora. Um, you remember Pandora was the one with the alternate future. Uh, so here's here's the list I have. Uh, Tess is killed. Uh, Oliver is attacked by multiple enemies. Uh, Clark and Chloe have a falling out. Uh, Clark and Zod have a physical confrontation. Uh, Zod is a general and his army is at war with Earth. Clark loses his powers. And Clark is uh, stabbed by a kryptonite dagger rather than a blue kryptonite dagger. Mm. So... Um. So that's a that's it. So that was that was it. Salvation. Wow. Um. All right. So, which? Uh. Goodbye, Callum Blue. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um. Uh, good riddance. <laughs> Ready. I'm glad for you to get. I don't know. I appreciated him more this time. I I saw some behind the scenes interviews with him, and you know, he, he, it's it, it's it's hard to like like hate a performance if you're like. You could see that this guy was trying to do something, and you know he's an actor. He's a, he's a seemed like a good guy, you know. Uh, there's a great uh, Neil Before Zod special on the DVD, and it talks about it. They have interviews with Terrence Stamp and Callum Blue. So, anyway, I didn't say Callum Blue was gone. That's just something you came up with yourself. That's what I'm assuming. That's what I'm hoping. Okay. Uh, <laughs> episode of the week. <laughs> It was a hostage or salvation. Uh, that's hard to say because they're both great. I mean, seeing, Mar- seeing Martha bake an apple pie uh-huh. was just <laughs> worth everything. Uh, there's a lot of epic stuff that goes on in Salvation, but it's nothing like the the 
whip crack charisma of Michael McCann. <laughs> yeah. It's just, in that finale, there was just a lot of just very grandiose, verbose dialogue. Yeah. You know, like the argument between Chloe and Clark. It's just like. You're right. It is better. It is better. (laughs) (laughs) It is better. Come on, that flashback at the beginning. Or flash forward, rather. Yeah, that flash forward, that was pretty neat. The super suit is in in the farmhouse. Lex is alive. Lex is alive. Yep. I mean, at the time, you're like, there's no way that he could have survived that explosion. But Lex is crafty. Mm Mm-hmm. See what happens. Will it be? Will it be explained well, how he survived? We'll see what happens. I, that was in 2013. So I, I you know, I know. I, uh, spoilers. We're not going to be talking about Smallville in 2000. You know, 2013 Smallville. Uh, was he cloned? <laughs> uh, so I don't know what to tell you. Uh, all right. So, um, do you want to do an episode of the season? <laughs> Alright, where is it? I'm, I have, I'm bringing it up. I have no idea. <laughs> we'll do what we usually do. I'll, I'll read them really quick and we'll go through them. And we'll go, that was great, that was great, that was awesome. <laughs> okay. And never actually come to an agreement on what was the best one. <laughs> uh, okay. Right. Okay, so obviously Savior, Clark's back, Black Suit. Uh, depressed. Depressed. John Corbin shows up. Metallo, John Corbin. Nah, I don't care, but I'm not a Metallo fan. Rabid, zombies. Uh, that was neat. Echo, uh, Clark gets the power to hear people's thoughts. Uh, roulette. Oh, yeah, cute. Uh, hated roulette. Roulette. Ollie is in Michael Douglas's The Game. Um, mm-hmm. Crossfire. We have Speedy oh, that was the pretty, the pretty lady. No. No, I'm this is uh, Lois and Clark at a job as on-air television talent. <laughs> that was Crossfire? Yeah. Yeah, the Pretty Lady episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pretty, With Kath- pretty Catherine lady. Grant. Pretty Woman. The Pretty Woman episode. Oh, right. Yes. That makes sense. It's not a Jerry Lewis quote, is it? <laughs> <laughs> pretty Lady. Uh, uh, Candor. Uh, it's all your favorite Kryptonian flashback spots. Uh, no. Enhanced by Julian Sands. Oh yeah, Julian Sands liked him a lot. Idol, Wonder Twins. Oh, uh, uh, Wonder Twins, stuff. wonderful. Deputy Doug shows up. Um, Pandora, of course, all the stuff we talked about already. Then we get some Disciple. Meh, that's uh, Dark Archer. No. Then we get the greatness of Absolute Justice one and two. Yeah, was that was pretty awesome. Small movie. Uh, Warrior, Warrior Angel, that's got hair. That was that was really cute. Got the hair. Yeah, remember Warrior Angel's supposed to be bald, but this one's got hair. Oh, yeah. oh, that was really good. That was Allison Mack's episode. That, yep. was, that was cute. Frank Miller. Uh, Persuasion, Valentine's Day. Clark is making everybody do what he wants, including Lois, who's uh, a traditional woman. Yeah, that was fun. Mm-hmm. Conspiracy, we got this guy, Dr. Carving up Kandorians. Zod is posing mm. as a secret, posing as a reporter. Yeah. Yeah, Zod. That's okay. Escape! Clark, Lewis, Chloe, and Oliver go to Vermont in my own headcanon. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. they, were, they were all awkward. Yep. But it was awkward. Checkmate. Great action episode where Checkmate finally gets taken care of. 
Upgrade, more than Metallo, so much more than Metallo. Mm-hmm. Last appearance of Red K, Steph cries. Uh, mm-hmm. Charade, Deputy Doug returns, and so does uh, Gil Bellows as Maxwell Lord. And uh, Sacrifice, Tess and Chloe get stuck in Watchtower. Chloe kills Tess and brings her, brings her back to life. And then we have Hostage and Salvation we talked about. So, best episode... <laughs> you know, oh, I get absolute justice, yeah. of course. Yeah, yeah. I'll say rapid. All right, moving on. Uh, <laughs> I got, I'm going to pick the zombie episode. <laughs> really? No, uh, I don't know. Pandora was really awesome. Salvation was freaking great. Uh, gosh, there's so much, and I love the Lois and Clark relationship this season. So it's like I feel people like I gotta pick something like a uh, persuasion or escape. But I, I just It's so hard, I don't want to pick one <laughs> I just like talking about the episodes again Alright, here's yeah. Who got knocked out the most By a long shot, by the way By a long shot, who got knocked out the the, the most this season Tess? Tess got knocked out four times this season She's got ten total so far So no <laughs> Someone got knocked out 10 more times than Tess. Total of 14 knockouts this person got. Lois? Yep, Lois. <laughs> yeah. Lois got knocked out. Okay, train crash in the season premiere. She got thrown by Metalla. She got thrown by zombie Tess. Uh, she got turned into a zombie and then collapsed as a result. Uh, let's see. She f- says here, fell gently to the floor, faints. Has a seizure, uh, shot through the chest with an arrow, but somehow got knocked unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> Thrown through some junk, passes out after Metallo catches her, chloroformed by Chloe, injected by Tessa's goons on the bus, uh, knocked unconscious when Maxwell Lord uh, grabs her, and then in the season finale, she got thrown by Zod. And even though Clark caught her, she somehow got knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> because her elbow hit the glass <laughs> So yeah 14 times out of 43 times She's been knocked out so far in the series uh, And That's why we're causing this concussion veil Right uh, um, Yeah far behind her Is Ollie with 5 out of the 16 times Tess 4 out of the 10 times Chloe only got knocked out twice This season out of the 39 times She's been knocked out So uh it's crazy. Chloe's been on this show this entire series. Lois has only been on since season four, but yet Lois has had 43 knockouts and Chloe's had 39. And Clark only got knocked mm. out twice, and he's been knocked out 35 times. Mm. Okay, here we go. Next week on We Don't Want to Wait, we're going to be talking about five episodes. And we're going to be Whoa. doing five episodes a week until the season finale, series finale, when we're going to just be talking about the series finale. And Smallville in general uh, Here are the episodes <laughs> I'm so happy <laughs> Season 10 baby <clears throat> um, Lazarus <laughs> Is the season finale, season premiere Lazarus I wonder why it's called Lazarus <laughs> uh, Somebody wakes up from the dead <laughs> Maybe uh, The second episode is Shield That's right Agent Colson oh. is on Smallville <laughs> I was going to say 
cops or okay i will give a little uh shout out shield was actually my first uh episode as official co-host of uh, starkville south of l so if anybody wants to follow along all those episodes are in the archives they're all available to download if you want to me and joe humrick uh hosted every other week of smallville so uh so that shield is the second episode the third episode i've been i'm installing but steph the episode's called supergirl <laughs> oh lord <laughs> hopefully she's only if she's only back for one episode i'm okay with okay that. all right uh, fourth episode is called homecoming and the fifth episode is called isis Yes, Clark finally takes down terrorism <laughs> using <laughs> so, the ISIS Foundation. <laughs> so does that mean? And I'm not gonna do not look, do not look, do not look. Does this mean that Lana comes back? Homecoming. Hmm. This is the last season. You would hope that uh, some people would start coming back, huh? Um. Don't look. Don't, don't look, look. Don't please, look at the cast. Please don't look. Oh, I want to look at the cast so Don't bad. I'm looking look. at the cast. I'm looking at the Don't cast. Don't look at the cast. Are you kidding me? You cheater. Okay. I, I, I closed IMDb. Thank you. Can I give you your teases now or do you just want to read IMDb? Yes. I, I just want to watch them. <laughs> I just want to watch episodes. Here are your teases. I got a lot of them. Uh, okay. So uh, for, I'm just going to give you a little bit of trivia about season 10, you know, just going into it. Okay. So there, okay. there's nobody new in the opening credits this year. Mm-hmm. But – there is some rearranging as Alison Mack only appears in seven out of the 22 <gasps> episodes next year. What? Yep. Alison Mack renegotiated her. She, she, she wanted to be done with Smallville. And uh, now she, they got her to appear in seven out of 22 and appears in the credits as, and Alison Mack when uh, she is in the episode. And you'll see why plot wise, <laughs> why that happens. Um, there are, Technically, uh, technically, she's in the show in ten episodes, but three of those episodes are Chloe flashbacks. So, one good thing about this is, hooray, less awkward <laughs> Smallville discussion. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, meanwhile, Erica Durance is finally a full cast member. Like I said last week, she is in every single episode. Unlike previous seasons Um, However the cast Is the smallest it has ever been Um, And uh, the producers Tried and tried But before season 10 aired Michael Rosenbaum tweeted that he would not be Returning for the final season of Smallville The producers really wanted to get him for at least Nine episodes he said Not happening Uh, Why? I guess it's all about the hair I guess (laughs) Maybe the amount of money. Uh, who knows? Here are your teases for the next five episodes. Okay. Uh, first tease. Clark survives. <laughs> oh, okay. Spoilers. Uh-huh. Uh, next tease. Lois decides that she needs to help Clark by making a painful choice. Okay. Uh, third tease. Another old face returns with a message for Clark. Oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> okay. Um, mm-hmm. Chloe tries some magic to find Ollie. 
Oh no! Mm-hmm. <laughs> and see, um, I was. Af- Sorry. Chloe is the willow. Is Chloe going to be the villain of season ten? Dear Chloe. <laughs> I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. She kind of was. She was a little bit this season. She was kind of a antagonist slightly, yeah. or she just wanted um, to argue a lot. Yeah, uh, just wanted to mention that Gina Torres is going to be joining the cast uh, about halfway through the season. So, um, <laughs> that uh, as, as you will, that's a total lie. I just am joking about. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, the next tease is time to meet the quirky new Cat Grant. Not the same Cat Grant that Clark went on a date with, though. A different Cat Grant. So it's. That character, but recast? Nope, just a different character altogether, but has the same name. Oh. <laughs> uh. Whereas I think with the uh, the little date episode, um, they wanted to kind of uh, go, hey, let's, let's name this one after this character from Superman comics. And this season they're like, hey, we should just bring that character in. <laughs> But mm. like we want her to be kind of a different different than the person that uh Catherine Catherine Grant was. This is Cat Grant. Alright. Uh next he's Clark decides to change up his look. Alright. Uh Ollie makes a shocking announcement. Okay. Uh <laughs> Lois teams up with Hawkman. <laughs> Alright. Never open a portal. You never know what dark force could come creeping through. <laughs> that should be a rule of Smallville. Uh, so, so Chloe opens up a portal looking for Oliver. Uh, I guess you could take it that way, but also you could think about what happened at the end of season nine. <laughs> they, oh, so bad things came through that portal when the mm, Kandorians went out. Something mm, came in. Mm. Just like some things came in from... The Phantom Zone. Yep. Mm-hmm. Almost done with your teases. Your next tease is Kara returns to help Clark and teach him some lessons. Oh, God. <laughs> you know. What is your problem with her? She is an innocent person. <laughs> I will defend Kara. I just, I just hate her. Uh, I just do. Listen, she won't be in a bikini trying to balance a book on her head. I promise you that. <laughs> um... Your next tease. I enjoyed writing this one. We actually see an SM club in Smallville, and guess who has to infiltrate it? <laughs> <laughs> Lois and Clark. Uh, and things are awkward. You'll see. Okay. <laughs> the 200th episode is called Homecoming, and it is honestly one of the best. I cannot wait, really? cannot wait to watch it again. <laughs> Okay. Uh, talk about five times with Lois. Lois is also possessed for the fifth time. <laughs> <laughs> and your final tease of these next five episodes, you will see one of the only times in the entire series that Tess bursts out laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. We'll see you guys uh, uh, next week. Uh, we don't want to wait. Anything else? Oh, you're trying to think of something. Deal. 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 Before. Before. Shot. <laughs> I will save Krypton or I will die in the quest. 
Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh.